Hey guys, welcome to Manchester Lane Radio, the official podcast of the Shaw Store, Melbourne 11 Manchester Lane. I am Steel Saunders and today on the podcast, we are, we've got, this guy's on the podcast for so many reasons, one of which is he, he's our neighbour. You are at the end of Manchester Lane. You're, you're my longtime friend. You're a fellow skateboarder. We've shared many a comedy stage together. Welcome, David Quirk. Holy, it's so true, Steel. Well, uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, man. Um, you're you, can vouch for the, you can vouch for the podcast thus far? I can totally vouch. I like where it's gone so far. Okay. All right, um, so far. I'm excited to see where it's going. But no, man, I, I say to people when I talk about you, I say, Steel Saunders. Please don't talk about me. Please don't. I do. I say he's one of he's a guy that I would have met one way or another. <laughs> like there was no escaping now <laughs> from like my old girlfriend to the skateboard industry to skateboarding itself to comedy. We never stood a chance. To to, to neighbours in the city. To neighbours, yeah. So I'm looking literally. Hang on. Oh, can you I check can on the shop? The I can see the store from here. And all, all right, I is, do is just lean forward. Is the open sign out? Yeah, I don't think anyone's shown up today. I think you should fire. Oh. Fire, fire every, no, I'm joking. Yeah, it would be open. They're open. What is it? It's 10, 10 a.m. They're good. They're looking good. I feel like you're vouching. I feel, I feel like you're vouching for your fellow retail brethren. No, I'm, I'm not. I haven't been down there. I, honestly, I'm assuming it's open. <laughs> I can't see a reason why it wouldn't be open. You know what I mean? You are the worst secret shopper ever. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, Would- and yet, I'm, I'm wearing some branded content at the moment, so that's nice. Thanks. Show, show it to the camera for those uh, watching for the those YouTube feed. We're, we're, we're going for the classic, you know, vibe. Let's zip up and then obviously Melbourne. So he's, he's got the quarter zip shore runner fleece on. There you go. Quarter zips, man. They're where it's at. I was um I never thought I'd own one. I feel like it's something that like some sort of property developer would wear. But dude. you know, in a good way. Somehow. The um like I see what everyone like when someone buys something in the shop, whether it's online or in the store, I get an email. It's just how mm. it's set up. So it's like a sale. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Still, do these listeners know that you, you're not in Melbourne? Yeah. 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 So, so I, that's I, out of the bag. I've been, I've been talking as though, Oh, I better keep up the illusion. Steel <laughs> probably still lives in South Yarra or some shit. No, anyway, I'm. No, okay, I, good. I, I'm stranded in LA. I'm a, yeah, a, a, a COVID refugee. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I get the emails, right? It's, it's just how the, the web store is set up. And I always look at what people buy and go, oh, it's a, it's a nice outfit. It was like, oh, good pick. Because, yeah, you got your, you know, when you're in a shop, you got your personal favorites. Of course. Yeah. And when anyone gets a quarter zip, I'm like, yeah, that's. They know what's going They know what's that, up. Good vibes coming their way. So, so when you got it, I um, because it came through with your name, I, I was like, "Quirk didn't never would have picked it, never would have picked it." But here we are. 
No, it's true. I was surprised, but I think it's. I was looking on the website, you know, and I thought oh, that's cool. That's cool shit, and it's not like me. COVID's affected us all in different ways. Yeah. For you, like it's it's just wanting a zip that goes halfway down your your top. Yeah, or a quarter. Yeah. You wanted to live that property developer life that you've uh, always dreamed of. Yeah, the owner of a building company. That's what I feel like. Yeah, guys, we'll have that to you on uh, by Thursday. You know that kind of vibe. <laughs> but um, no, the the not that I honestly just want to talk about the products, but um, I've never had a hood like a. Um, I was working oh, here at another skate store, another skate store a little while ago, a couple of Christmases ago. And uh, they were selling what was hot property at the time was the champion hoodies at a very premium price from memory. And I was like, why is everyone buying these goddamn hoodies? And I guess there's many reasons why people buy them. But now that I've got this Shaw collab, there's no hoodie like it. Well, it's not a collab. What do you call, what is it, a ripoff? No, 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 no. It's a champion sweater. Yeah. But like, it's not like a collab. Like we didn't, we, we didn't like, I didn't like drive down to Champion and we didn't like, like oh, work so on a new like design. Put, you just print that shit, shit on there? No, it's, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no cease and desist or anything like that? It doesn't work like no, that? No, that's what they're it. there for. Oh, you, it's like, it's like a, yeah, I'm with you. Like, like, do you know, like a Fruit of the Loom t-shirt. Do you know what I mean? You yeah, might have a Fruit of the reason. Loom thing, but then it's like. You know, have a diff- have a toy yeah. machine or what? I'm trying to speak your language. No, 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 no. You are okay. I just thought that was such a premium sort of item that it was like you'd have to do a collaboration for some reason. No, it's just the fleece is so good. Yeah, yeah. And the they they run the fleece. This is very sort of um, vintage American like workwear way to do it. They run the fleece the other way which is the less stretchy way, right? Yeah. And then they put the elasticized ribbing panels down the side. Yeah. To, yeah. And that's what gives the, like, the top its give. Because otherwise, if they didn't do that, you'd feel like you're in a straight jacket, like it would be very stiff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so that's like that old vintage um, Americana way to do it, is to have the rib down the side. But did you notice the rib down the side? Of course, yeah. Yeah. So Never um, what it was. That's nice to have it explained. I'm glad this is a technical fleece-based podcast so far. This this is like heavy on the advertorial up up, yeah, up yeah. front. Well, it wasn't meant to be. Um, you did. I know you're paying me very well, so I appreciate that. Nice. Um, yeah, boy. Yeah, just joking. Just joking. Good jokes. Um, yeah, because it, so it's called re- reverse weave. So that's the type of hoodie yes. the champion hoodies are. Reverse but weave. um. I was impressed you rocked that as well in the uh, in the canary yellow, bright yellow. Well, I was looking for red, but you were sold out. And um, now I've learned to love the canary yellow. You know, yeah. You're really open to new ideas in uh, 2021, David. Well, like I said, that's COVID for you. That's the that's the plague for you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, did you do any um, like Zoom gigs, like comedy gigs? In, in COVID? Fair, very, not a good question, but a very fair question. Um, to, to my credit... Not, not, not a good reply, but a very fair reply. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Two can play um, at this game. No, but it's a fair enough question, isn't it? And um, the answer is... 
the closest I came to doing a gig during last year's crazy old lockdown in Melbourne was storytelling things. I did a couple of like, you know, looked down the barrel, told stories, um, but I never did a stand-up gig, if you would call it that, which I'm, I'm glad about. I sort of made a blanket rule. It's like, there's not, I'd rather not do a gig for the rest of my life if they were going to do it. I'm just not doing it. And, um, and then I did, a lot, I did a bunch of interviews and um, Zooms and, uh, you know, chats like this, but no, I never did a stand-up gig per se. Ironically, as someone that didn't, you, you would be one of the few people that I would pay to watch do a Zoom gig. <laughs> just the squirm. Just, just for the pain. The, the pure squirm of it. Oh, my stars. It's, I, I, I feel like you had the, um, the good strategy because it's, 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 like, it's like some like comedy rooms, like open mic rooms or whatever. It's like doing this room will do more like harm than good to the rest. That's right the rest of your time on stage. Cause there's that thing of like, you just got to build up flight time, whatever. But there's sometimes it's like, yeah, you're not, you're going to, you're going to walk out of this bar less of a, less of a man. Yeah. Well, yeah, this, I mean, I'm, I'm quote, I'm remembering a, a thing I read of Stephen Wright when he talked about um, the great comedian, uh, American comedian. He talked about, uh, when he was getting into stand-up the first few years, like there was, they'd do these uh, discos. Like they would have to go to these, everyone would be dancing on a full-on dance floor and then they'd just shut the music off. Everyone's having a great time dancing, partying, shut the music down and they go, all right, now it's time for the stand-up. And then like everyone's just like, what? And then the stand-ups came out and he just said he came out and he died, died of death and he didn't even do his time. Like he said, he's never done that. He'd never like left before he should. And I just remember he wrote at the end of this brief. How, how, da- how David Quirk of him? Not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't remember the last time I did that, but um, yeah, you're going back. But um, he said, just said psychological damage. At the, it was the last, the last two words, just said psychological damage. And I just thought that's what some of those Zoom gigs could, could be. You know, it's just like, why would you put yourself? It's like, it's not meant, it doesn't fly that high in those, in that world, you know, I mean, real yeah, wh- standups hard enough, right? Let alone yeah. doing this going, hi, here's my jokes. You know, I would, um, I would make sure. Cause when you have a bad gig at a, like a, at a gig, good old mate, old mate, alcohol is just at, just at the other end of the room. Normally free. Length away. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would, um, I would prepare True. some beers before I did that uh, that Zoom gig, <laughs> but but good for you, David. You, you held strong. You held strong. Yeah, yeah. I have no, I'm, I have no regrets about that decision at all. How was it in the city? Like I, I would check up on James because you know he was going into the shop each day to just you know do mail orders and 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 do tasks, run the shop, and yeah. I would sort of check up on him. It's like, oh, you. You still sane, or like how how you going by yourself in in the empty city? Yeah, I would see him in there a lot. Yeah, and I was surprised and happy to see that like that stuff still turning over. Yeah, and that he was working. That was great. Um, he'd even be wearing his mask like most of the time. I'm like that's impressive. You're alone. 
No, uh, so how was it? He he, he 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 takes that Michael Jordan standee pretty seriously. Yeah, yeah, right. So that's I why I had it. the mask on. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. It's like it's too real. <laughs> there he is, um, the great man. Uh, the city was weird. Everyone would ask me, uh, "Oh, it must be. It's got to be dead. Is it like just like Ghost Town?" And I would always say it's, it is, but there we you would always still be surprised at how many people were still around for whatever reason. And, and you know what it did do? It ramped up the, well, it made you realize the homelessness, the, the brutality mm. of that because people weren't, so who was left on the streets were, were folks like that. So I was like, wow, this is, it did feel like a, a heavy old wasteland. Yeah. But there were still people around. Yeah. But just a lot less. Yeah. It was um, a lot less. Like here, like, you know, I'm just off Melrose and Fairfax and it, you know, just like bustling places normally. And it, yeah. it turned into a, a sleepy little village. It was, I felt like I was back in Rosebud. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of amazing to have lived through it, isn't it? You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, like literally. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, I, I also find it hard to remember. It's like you sort of. That, those long months of the lock. I saw you at one point though, right? You, when were you back here? Well, the last time you were probably like one of the you're one of the last people I've ever seen, David. Mm. Um, it was it was just it was in March, la you know twenty twenty, oh. and it was and it was just getting weird. No, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, fully. It was at a. Yeah, I totally because we were because oh, we, we, we were sitting at the at that bar, the the Italian restaurant opposite the shop. Yeah, and it was just like, oh, this is getting a little bit dicey, and it was oh, just getting like, it. It was just beginning to like, like. No, I remember February, March. Yeah, yeah, because you know when you like hear things, um, like a bowler or whatever, right? Yeah, I, I, and yeah. like. It never got close, like to no, Australia, no. right? And yeah. and I remember at that time it was like, yeah, it seems like the first fifteen minutes of that Will Smith movie. I think, um, yeah. I don't know which Will Smith movie, but one, it seems yeah, like the there'd one. be a Will Smith movie the, the, of it. The countdown, yeah. But how about this for weird thought, right? Could you imagine, like ten years ago, right? That you'd be living in the city, a desolate city, getting about on your skateboard solely with Greg Stewart. Absolutely not. <laughs> that's the only, that's the answer to that question. Um, no way, man. So no, for, but- for for the uninitiated, Greg is a, 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 a an icon of Melbourne skateboarding. He's one of my earliest memories of of going up to Paran and stuff, and um, he's uh, unlike any other. Well, look, you might like this. Um, I was at the city. Just I'll go back to the COVID thing with him regarding him, but I was at the city skate park here in Melbourne just yesterday, and this older dude that works for the the sh- uh, the shop there and works at the skate park, lovely guy named Matt with long hair. He's got a real old school vibe. Loves a slappy, loves a big bowl, that kind of thing. Loves a, a Protec full cut helmet. If that's painting a picture for you, mm. you know, 
I know um, the type. And he walked in with um, Street Noise. Oh, 1991. Yes. And look, can I sh- will that show up? Ah, oh, yes. Interview? Yep, I remember it very well. He's doing there a shifty go. at Paran over the pole. I remember it like this. I like I read that magazine many times. Yeah, like that's rad. Yeah, a little shifty. Um, then in the other, he's doing. It's very cool. He does a like in the bowl, Paran bowl, a varial flip, like sort of moving forwards, varial flip. Ah, oh, and then shuffles. Yeah, yeah. in like a sequence. In a sequence. Um, it's sequence. There it is there. Top top sequence to anyone looking. It's hard to see. Sorry, I'm bad at this. That is a varial flip shuffle. No, to varial flip to shuffle. On a There we go. A I've, I've, Sorry, I'm I got it I got it full screen. It's a bit too Sorry guys. That's gotta be really annoying if you're not a skateboarder. And probably even if you are, what I just did there. Man, but, a um, lot of things about skateboarding are annoying if you're not a skateboarder. I've got to tell you. Totally, man. But yeah, Greg Stewart. And, and, and I'm one of them. That's right. Greg, um, Greg was a guy yeah, go. That, that was like, you know, there was a, was, I think it was, someone reminded me it was a 3K radius, three kilometer radius that you were allowed to hang out in. I thought it was five, but someone said, no, it was three. And then they met moved it to five i'm like wow i can't believe that i've forgotten all this but yeah greg you're lucky um you're lucky like this didn't all happen like 20 years in the future because you you'd go past the 3k radius and you'd explode like in the road what was that wedlock did you see that film (laughs) that sounds so bad no it was great man who was in it vin diesel an early Vin no, Diesel. In the eighties. Okay. There's another one. Yeah. Yeah. If you went too far. Anyway. Um. And so Greg and I somehow just said, "Let's just do you want to go skating." And they closed the skate park, so it changed everything about what I, how I skated and how I thought about skating. Really. Um. So we said, "Let's just go to the Docklands," and we just. I wasn't working. I was fired from my job at the time, which was early 2020. I finished up being a bike courier. And I'm like, well, all right. And then I got JobKeeper. So that's what really saved me. And we just went skating every day. We started filming. We made a whole little clip. Um, and then I just skated my shoulder. That was the end of that. But oh, So it was actually amazing. Greg Stewart was the savior of, of my sanity, I think, actually. You know, just having this one guy that lived across the road from me that we could. And he was motivating, as you know. He's a pretty motivating individual. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was great. But then I hurt myself pretty badly. And that's changed my skateboarding again. Um, Many are shocked at this coupling. The odd couple. Yeah. Mm. That's what I call us. He's just, um, yeah, I I don't know. He's probably, he's sort of more fun to skate with than most people I I know though, which is weird. Because he, like yourself, he has a, quite a deep knowledge of skateboarding you know and and good as good taste most of the time with skating you know that's gone don't you think that's gone out the window a lot with the modern young skateboarder taste i think it's half and half i, I yeah, think it's, it's i think it's how it's always been sort of thing like 
it's it's all you know there's always you know there's dudes that like you see him skate and it's like are you modeling what like they look so good like they just do like a basic like back tail then 270 pretzel out or something and they're steve it's just like it looks like they're working for vogue while they're skating like they just look yeah. so good on the board and is that a good thing or a bad thing oh no i think it's amazing like, yeah, like just, yeah. you, you just see dudes and it's like just unbelievably like, like, like Alex Olsen. It, it's just right. like, you've got such control, but then there's people that, you, you know, especially like, yeah. on, on Instagram, it, it, you know, like triple heel flip, you know, whatever. And, and contest skaters, but I, I think it's as, as varied as like, it, it's better now than 90 three or like like new deal chris Fissel, like no, era can't be better which is what i liked about it then is at least there was something underground about it you know probably yeah because it was probably just because it was before the phones probably before the phones and instagram that's probably what's changed it i think yeah, yeah i you, know, you had because... to find you had to find that on your own in your own way the, the new deal back then or the the John Montessis, you know, <laughs> or whoever else, you know? Yeah. I met John Montessi once. Very nice man. Right. Good man. Met You've him been at skating a... a bit though, haven't you? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Which I... has been nice to see. Yeah. It's been so fun. The, the funniest thing is, is we just moved two streets over, but I used to live opposite Fairfax High which yeah. is like in the nineties, like where so many like, you know, girl ads and four star ads and that were filmed. And that's my local school now. Yeah. But, yeah. but I just skate the curb out the front. Yeah. I see. Yeah, it's cool. I, I go in and look at the ledges and I'm like, Oh, that's, that's a lot of effort. Like, it's all to, been, it's been done as well, I guess, hasn't it? By the best. Yeah. I'm not going for ABDs or anything like that. Oh my yeah. God. And I, I have to curb my enthusiasm because I my I, I just don't want to get hurt at all. And um, yeah, you would you would have loved it. The other week, I slammed on the curb, posing like just trying to get the the rhythm of doing a yeah. nose slide to crooked grind. Yeah, like, I was like, oh, I'll do you know old EMB trick, whip that out on the curb, and I I popped up to crooked grind or K grind and just went just like piled so and good so bad <laughs> so good so, so bad you were, sta- you were stationary yeah no 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 that's so funny i um very humbly went home after that's that that's how you hurt yourself though like the the way i dislocated my shoulder was with greg and he was suggesting doing this thing and it was like not really what i consider a trick oh i mean it is i guess he can be very suggestive, I've found. Yeah, it's good most of the time. Like, I'll, I do, yeah, it's like you just skate a bit better, I suppose, when you've got the right person that's encouraging you, I suppose. But, yeah, I was trying to do it like a, all it was was like a nose, kind of an ugly trick, the nose blunt sort of yank off, you know, a thing off a ledge. Yeah. Because he wanted me to do it on something that is ridiculous for this little clip we're making. It's like a 45-degree bank with a drop at the end. So if you were to drop in on it, you'd drop in and then have to, you know, uh, 
And God. the back of it, there's no deck. It's just like that. You got to you got to put on a hardogram hoodie while you do it. It sounds very um, Ben yeah, Margera. It, it, yeah, it, it is. It is. And then he wanted me to do a like a nose blunt pull in. You know, like a. <laughs> like, and I'm like, that's gnarly. Not to mention, there's not there's no deck on it, so you can't just to set up for it is probably as scary as trying it. And I said, this is not happening today, man. It uh, might not happen ever, but let's maybe come back tomorrow. And then we went and skated this little spot not far from here, really. And uh, he said, why don't you practice doing it on this ledge? And I'm like, all right. And I did it. And he did it with me. It was like, you know, like a foot high ledge, small. And then as we're leaving, like I was ready to go and have a beer or something. He goes, no, but let's set the camera up. We'll do them together like lovers. And... Um, <laughs> But this ledge was higher. It was probably like um, high, really, for like um, a ledge, like two ledges high, or you know, big enough. And so the the drop was a bit longer. And I just did it, hoisted this like shitty indie grab out of a nose blunt, and sort of thought maybe as I was doing it that I was bailing. I thought I'll just bail, but there was no conscious thought. But I've got the footage of it. Actually, I should show you. Oh, well, we we can just overlay it, but yeah, sure, 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 sure. All right. Um, and anyway, I just my feet landed back on the board. You know that old chestnut. Oh, when you, when you're off balance and you yeah, and and that's the worst as well because you feel like you've made it, like your balance is going for a non-moving surface. Yeah, impact on your feet. Yeah, exactly. It's fucked. Um, do you, are you allowed to swear on this podcast? Because I've been. You it. are now. All right. Is it? I'm sorry. Yeah, here it is. Right there. I'll full zoom you. All right. Just one sec. It might not play. Is it That's all right. We can we we can see your your um your comedy festival your comedy festival poster better now. There you go. That was my show, guys. Aren't you doing um, it again soon? Yeah, yeah, a couple of nights in Melbourne if people want to come along. So here we go. Here's here's the lady and the tramp, aka the odd couple, um, doing the thing that would make me skate badly forever. Where's the camera? Were you happy? Can we see this? Yeah. Sorry, I'll try and get the shine away there. That's good there? Yeah. Oh, the angles. No, I can see it perfect. All right, ready? Here we go. So Greg does it quite well. I thought, oh, let me go and get a beer, please. Whack the sound on. Oh, uh, there isn't much sound, to be honest. Oh, okay. Slow-mo. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Brutal. And so that, um, that my shoulder was completely popped out. Oh. From that. And and what a great time in human history to visit a hospital. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, I haven't showed that to many people so in a public realm, so that's I guess that's cool. Exclusive, scoop. Exclusive, but yeah, man, that that's almost ruined my skateboarding because I'm petrified of of doing all kinds of shit that I can do now. How did you start skating? 
I got an, a Veriflex Voodoo 2. Oh! In like 88 when I was quite young. The gold standard in price point completes. It really Well, I didn't know that at the time. I was so young. I'm like, here's a skateboard and it looks cool. And the brand Pink and black? Cool. Pink and black, yeah. Oh my God. I remember going Very into. Very cool. Penin- yeah, yeah. Cool yeah. graphics. Peninsula Surf Center Frankston, right? Yeah. Like there's like a, this super OG Peninsula Surf Center that was on the Pean Highway. Yeah. Um, you know Frankston Wall? Did you ever skate Frankston Wall? Uh, I know, but I've seen like footage of it. Yeah. It's a very quirk spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, it was in front of Frankston Wall. And I remember going in and it was like, you know, pre Bonite era power boards and, and vision and a Sims Pharaoh and all that. And they were just decks that, you know, they weren't set up. And then yeah. hanging was this pink and black. Like all the accessories were like it had nose guard, rails, yeah. tailbone, lapper, yeah. copers, black wheels, fluoro pink deck yeah. with a black graphic. And it was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I needed and never got the voodoo too. No. We, my parents brought, got this for me from Albury, I believe like a skin ski and surf or whatever the hell they had back then. And so, but even before that, I learned to ride this little minuscule, what would have been like a seventies thing that just was at my house. I never found out why it was there. I was so young, but I learned to ride a skateboard really young, just turning, didn't know what tricks were. I was so young, but I, I I always felt good on a skateboard and then did the voodoo two thing must have just gotten over it or got a BMX or something. I don't really remember. It wasn't until 1993, like year seven or year eight, very early year eight, maybe, that my friend Rob, who, because rollerblading was a thing in year seven, they're like, this is the cool shit, 1993. And I'm like, I guess. And I was really bad at it. And then after hanging out with my friend Rob for that whole year, he goes, oh, you know what I should, I'm, I'm into and I've always had. Uh, what's rad is skateboards. I'm like, yeah, what have we been doing with these rollerblades? Like, let's get the skateboards, man. And I, I can do that. And so that was at a time when, you know, like skateboarding, maybe that's why I remember it so fondly because 1993 and 94 were, I think, were really good years, you'd agree, mm-hmm. in skateboarding. But... um. Like that, so I started getting like I think the first Thrasher I bought, which is weird to say because it feels very late, was that one with that Gons drew the graphics for with the the face that just said, "Do I look like a street skater?" You remember? Yeah, that one? and the dude's was, got the hat. I remember the, buying. Dude's yeah. got the hat on backwards and the orange background or something. Yeah, uh, yellow, I think. Yeah, yellow. Yeah, yeah. And um, so that's where I was coming from, and that's so I, I I was like, oh cool, I've already got the basis of how to skate at least, and so I learned to skate then. So I sort of feel like that's when I started skating. You know, when you get into something when you're in your teenager, like you're, you're 13 or something, that's really when it takes hold, I found. Because I was, I was concerned about the aesthetics of it all by that stage, you know? Yeah, yeah. Had to have the right clothes or the wrong clothes or whatever, yeah. Well, that's – I was such a, a student. Like, that's like when you pulled out that street noise and I'm like, yeah, I remember yeah. all the tricks that Greg did in that. Like, there's yeah, the – Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, in, at 
Elwood. He does like a shove it willy grind to fakie yeah. oh sequence. God. He was because it's a really shit sequence of it. You can't even see there's a shove it. And he goes, Yeah, shove it willy grind. I'm like, where'd you come up with that? That that I think I think that's a Greg OG. I remember yeah, seeing him do that at, at like at Mornington on the mini ramp and stuff. It's rad. He's still got the same style now in, in those he did he always had good style. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> No, no, no. I'm I I, I will not fault. Yeah, I um yeah. wait, I remember the first time I saw him, I was at Paran Bowl and he was just dripping in Stussy. He just yeah, it was like when Stussy pants and, and stuff were just red hot and I was just Stussy, Stussy, Stussy. I met Sean Stussy about a month ago, by the way. Yeah, I think I saw that post. Oh my stars. That's Very cool trippy. guy. And he wrote um I got a Stussy t-shirt signed for the shop and he did like a Shaw logo in Stussy writing and stuff. So that's his handwriting. Or yeah. That's his font kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's um, cool. Yeah, he was a... Uh, yeah, but see, yeah, I remember Greg just like that guy's... Like Jamie Kennedy had told me about him and I saw him and I'm like, that guy's got a lot of brand new Stussy on because I was such a like... <laughs> a fiend like just checking everyone out what are you wearing like like i can tell people like in melbourne i can say oh yeah i remember first saw you and you had these like you know black red cell 23s on and they're like how do you remember it's just like it's just ingrained but hey voodoo 2 voodoo 2 um was the kind of for in my mind the unofficial tony hallam pro model of the time agreed yeah because um mainly? yeah, well, he was like on the pro model. He always wore the sweater, and yeah. he had a pro model later on. But it, it seemed like he always rode that board. He like always he had the board by default. And, yeah, I agree. And he was on the early bird show every you know Saturday yeah. morning, rocking it and stuff. But um, yeah, yeah. I I I always just love. I can't picture like two people more different that I've met in like Melbourne skateboarding is like Tony Hallam and Greg. And you're like, like skate, like your Venn diagram just is so wide. That's actually, fuck. I never thought, I mean, I have thought about it that way, but to have it put like that is so true. Like, yeah, I, uh, I am this weird common denominator between those (laughs) two dudes that probably don't have much interest in each other to say the least, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I just like skateboarding and I, Unless someone does something wrong to me, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, you know. And Tony Helm's been nothing but a gentleman to me. Greg also has been very, very generous. And, you know, I know people don't get him and I can see why. But, um, yeah, he's he's great. The um, They are both people I have oohed and aahed at their skateboarding over the years. Yeah. Like, I, I've been... Like, when I was a little kid, Tony Hallam was Australian for Tony Hawk. Like Totally. And like, like you'd see him at de- seeing him at those Veriflex demos, like they like Veriflex or Globe Hug or whatever, used to have this like brutal, like 16 foot wide. No, I think it was only 12 foot wide vert ramp that they could set up. Yeah. You know, they'd go do demos yeah, in car parks and that. Yeah. And I remember seeing like like Hallam and like Lee Ralph and Gary Valentine skating this tiny vert ramp. In, you know, in the middle of a so car park cool. in Frankston and just like, oh, like Lee Ralph bailed a gay twist and we were just like, oh my God. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. And, Hang on, look at this. Um, 
It's in both of these. Look. Speaking oh, dude, that, is that? Have you got blast the skateboard book? So dude. Helen is in the back running one of those boards. Look, there's hey. his pro model. Um, doing a lean in Collingwood. I you love like. This. You love hey, this shit, don't you? Look at Losi hey, on the front. I mean, hey, that's- dude. All right, I I will trip you. I I will trip you out. I think in the first one with Losi on the cover. Yeah. Um. I maybe page sixteen. There'll be a picture of Hallam doing a method at an indoor ramp, and it will say Tony Hallam feels the effect of method mania in Collingwood or something like that. Yeah, it rings a bell. You're very close. What page? Method Mania. Yep. Mega Ramp. Photo by Spaz. Tony Hallam. Pretty good. And I remember Photo by Spaz because I was like, I thought it was like, I'm a little, like I, I'm, I'm reading this book when I'm nine, right? Yeah. Like t- yeah. tiny. And um, I just thought it was mean. That he like he took a good photo, but you're calling him Spaz. Do, do you <laughs> know what I mean? I, I was just like, it's it's kind of a dick move. Like he's well, everyone had fuck nicknames, didn't they? Spaz, oh Spaz will be here soon. Um, what about this one? This see, maybe it was the country boy in me, but I was always impressed by the the accompanying image of the invert. That guy's name is Brian, someone or something. Gary, oh, I'm just paraphrasing. I'm trying. Let me play the game. Gary Nowland stretched out animal plant at Peppermint yeah. Park. Animal Please. plant. Yes. Stretched out animal plant, Peppermint Park, Port Macquarie. Photo by David Mock. But that's the- rad. That looks like, look what he's wearing. No pads. It looks like some sort of, um, like Steve Irwin. It's fucking sick. That's, I, I never appreciated those photos when I was little, but I look back now and I'm just like, 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 fuck, that's some Australian skateboarding. Like in the 80s, yeah, yeah, your little yeah, yeah. shorts, just getting out there. Hey, Get one more picture up. Um, it's one? It, it's one of my favorite skateboard photos of all time, and it's Lee Ralph doing a judo air in a laneway in Collingwood. Yeah, and yeah. Stephen and Stephen Hills in the background just looking like he's just posted up. Um, wait, I gotta go full. I gotta go full on this. Oh my star! If you're not watching the video of that photo, Lee Ralph just, just killing it, and like if some that'd be good today, wouldn't it? Just seeing that done, like that's just rad. That is so sick. I always Gregor is that Gregor on the? I I think it's Gregor. It's a it's a weird angle of him, but yeah, the 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 founders of Globe, Steve and Peter Hill, just posting up. I um like where that lane is. Please don't tag anyone from um. From hardcore in this, I don't want them seeing it. Really, I'm, I'm very confident. I like that. Like when you pulled out that book, I was like, I you mega. This, this podcast has just gone to another level. Oh my! I've got a Google search for it on um, eBay in Australia because <laughs> I don't have my copy anymore. And I was like, man, I've got to, I've got to get that book. That is, you'd be able to find it, man. I don't know how I got both editions. New and yeah. updated. And there's like ramp plans in the back. Tony Hallam teaches you how to ollie on flat ground. Interesting. Um, yeah, there's a sequence. He does. Yeah, he does a few street plants. Matt Hill, 
I was always jealous of Matt Hill because his brothers were like really good skateboarders. And like, I was like, oh, he gets to tag along. Because <laughs> he was only like, a, I don't know, a few years older than me. I, like, I, I, I ended up like knowing him and he's a, a, a lovely, yeah. uh, a lovely cool. dude. But when I was nine year old, I was like, I wish my brothers were pro skaters. That'd be not, not I wish I was a pro skater. I wish my brothers were so I could tag along. Well, the ambition that, is so real. Well, I, I just wanted to deflect. So I didn't want to make it my fault that I wasn't going to these. Um, but that laneway and I, when I drive around Collingwood to like, you know, drop like our printers while you sleep is in Collingwood and stuff. And I, when I drive down some of those laneways, I'm like, is this the Lee Ralph Judo Air one? It's one yeah. of these laneways. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know where it, their warehouse was well before my time. It was pretty deep in Collingwood, I think, sort of down the Abbotsford end, I think. No, that, that was way later. Was it? Yeah. Like it's, it used to be like when, like during like the, the big globe Echo Unlimited 900 yeah. party oh, era. Yeah. That they were down like near IKEA behind the Terminus yeah. Hotel. Okay, yeah, 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 right. Um, oh, you're talking but, these guys were in the heartland of Collingwood back in the eighties, late eighties. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure that vert ramp that Tony's skating, doing the lean air on his model. I'm pretty sure that's next to where the Porsche dealership is now in Collingwood. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Like, you know, that 60 minutes skateboarding Special. thing. Yeah. yeah. And they, you know, there's like them and Borgie and that like street skating around. Like I watched that yeah. like 8,000 times. Yeah. Like Gregor Rankin going, oh, you just stay up all night and hassle dudes about lean tails. And I was like, oh God, you're the coolest. <laughs> Not only can you all do lean to tails, but you're judging each other for it. On- yeah. There's this one scene where they're street skating and they go around a corner and go down a hill, right? And it's like in a suburban shoppy area. And then when I was in Melbourne all the time and, and doing, you know, comedy gigs and stuff, I realised it's the corner where Gertrude Street crosses Smith Street. Oh, yeah. And you know how, like, you could if you no, but you go the other way. So they were sort of like, if you were out the front of, um, what was that comedy, the underground comedy place? Oh, Kaz Retops. Yeah. So if you come out of Kaz Retops, skate towards the city and then skate down Gertrude Street, that's okay. the way. Useless information for everyone listening. But it is. And, and I realized that this was 60 minutes skateboarding history. I was like, I'm here. Like, like, I just looked at that article with them skating and the lifestyle, and I was just like, that's amazing. That's, that's just... right, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's probably absolutely painful to, to non-skaters listening, but, hey, if you're following Steel, then surely you've come to expect this. So you knew the <laughs> risks. Don't be like that, David. What's, like, the best demo that you've ever been to? Well, because I missed all the... You know, being from the, where I'm from, being because of my age, I missed all the, you know, those Easter demos in the late 80s. Um, but, I mean, I remember I got to see, I think it was Adia or something, and they brought Hawk out and Chris Markovich, weirdly, but I don't really have many memories of that. But Markovich what was, was on like, one of my do favorites. you recall like the commentary being really good at that demo or anything like that? Just a well organized event? 
Yeah, that was like PSC days. Yeah, it was PSC, yeah. It was before I started working at PSC. So, um, no, but that doesn't even really stand out in my mind. Probably, and it wasn't a demo per se, but when I got to go up to Caloundra, Queensland, in apparently it was 10 years ago in 2014. So, must have been 2004, the, the tent city, you know, like Cardiel and um, Tony Trujillo and all those guys uh, for the... F- First time, you know, like I, I always, I, w- I want to see Grant Taylor skate IRL, and I never have been able to, but I did get to see, you know, Peter Hewitt, um, uh, Cardiel, Cardiel on the tour that he got hurt, so pretty significant. You know, I got to see that. Mm. It wasn't a demo, but it was a special thing. Yeah, and they were just destroying. Yeah, like it, yeah. like. It was just, I remember like seeing video and just like going, you guys are, yeah, you're keen. Yeah, if you watch Tent City, that film, that's one of the great skate modern skateboard videos, I reckon, because it's this sort of doco feel. It's all shot on film and it's at a time when skateboarding compa- comparatively to now, like I said, it still felt, it still felt sort of underground or so, even 2004. It's funny looking back, like it, it was in, to me, it was in full swing and yet it seemed like, Oh, what a cool period that was. You know what I mean? It was pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably the coolest pro stuff I've experienced. Yeah. Now, I've got to ask you. Thanks you know, for asking. That's all right. I, it's still to come. Um, you, 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 you've been a long, or you had been a long serving, like, uh, skate shop, streetwear shop, retail yeah. serviceman, like, what 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 was like the breath? Like when did your re- skate shop retail career? What what like what are we are we talking a decade or? Because oh, you always stretch. No, no, just the whole like from your first time you worked in a skate shop to the last time. Because you'd always bounce in because you'd do like comedy stuff and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the first time would have been sometime in the early two thousands probably 2001 or something at Yodgies in Mooney Ponds. Oh, shout out Callum Preston. He loves it. Callum Preston she, loves the uh, Yodgies apparently reference. Apparently Callum came in and did, um, what's it called? Work experience? Yeah. He still talks about it. How apparently I, I was not even that much older than him. And yet I guess <laughs> I was full time. And he, here's this, well, now we know an amazing, highly creative artist. Um, but, uh, yeah, he was like, yeah, they were doing, there was this big, like, I guess you'd call it a poofay or something, but it was this massive DVS if they were even around then some shoe brand. We'd just do like standing jumps over it, just like bored out of our brains, just, you know, physical challenges. And he still remembers all this sort of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, so from then, let's say 2001 ish, 2002, maybe. Two, I did, I mean, the, the longest place was PSC, which became Fast Times. Um, but then I also sort of dabbled a little bit at Hemley on Brunswick Street for a few Sundays. Uh, and more recently, probably did some Christmases with my good friend Cam Baines. Cameron Baines out at Locality in Greensboro, which is a really great skateboard store. And that was probably up till 
let's say two years ago, maybe, you know, maybe a Christmas, two and a half Christmases ago. So an over an 18 year period, probably 17 years, probably. And you did a show about it in Fast Times or was it PSC then? It was Fast Times then, wasn't it? Fast Times. Yeah. Yeah. Amazingly good concept. Yeah. Like, like I, I'm actually shocked there hasn't been like a sitcom or like, trust me uh, after that, I tried, I tried to like, I thought this is ripe. Like, why is there no, you know, and it's, no one went for it. We came up with full on synopses and things like that. And they're like, well, really? Yeah. 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 Cause I thought, well, it's just, like you said, it's a sitting duck. It's like, this is funny. The skateboard it's like retail's funny enough, but you add the skateboard culture to that, and it's like it's it's ridiculous, you know. Be- because any type of person can legitimately go into a skate shop. Like, do you know what I mean? Right. Like, you got all the skaters, but then you get like the the parent. You generate that's... stories just by the randomness of people. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they didn't. They thought it must be too expensive because it'd be a full-on sitcom, but no one, you know, that was the ABC. Well, they'd have to buy all those decks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the other thing they said. We'd have to, that's right. I remember them saying, this is going back a few years now. Oh, we wouldn't shoot it in the shop. I'm like, what do you mean? Of course you'd shoot it in the shop. And they're like, no, 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 we'd build, we'd build a shop. I'm like, okay, no wonder it's expensive then if that's how you have to do it. Because I guess what are you going to do? Shoot it, shoot each episode from after 6.30 when the shop closes to, you know, overnight. Like, I don't know how it was going to work. But a good idea, I believe. Wouldn't you just, like, rent, a like, a retail space? And then make it a skate shop? Yeah, and like, buy, just... Buy the product or whatever, yeah. Oh, it's hard, because if you're talking the ABC, there's a, there's limitations, right? The brands is problematic, yeah. Yeah, brands. Um so you 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 lease a, a space and you create this shop for the show, but then it's a shop as well. So eh? people people that are fans of the of the show can go in and experience the shop. You'll have to work there. You'll be very successful on TV, but you'll also have it'll to work in the shop. The reality and it'll get very blurry. I'll be like, who am I? But yeah, I'll. <laughs> I'll do that. You've just had the idea. That, that's your idea now, Steele. That's a very clever idea. Thank you. I'm trying. All right, David. Thanks for your time. I've, I um, this has been okay. I know, it's, I know we nerded out. I, it's hard to say. I can't speak for everyone else, but I've been very enthusiastic. Hey, where'd you go? You went back for a second. Sorry, I just um, to delete something. Oh, okay, great. You've been um, very enthusiastic. Yeah, me too. When you get to tell Voodoo 2 stories... It's, um, you know, I, I didn't go in expecting to talk about the Voodoo 2, but um, far better than the Voodoo 1, by the way. But, yeah, yeah. Um, hey. Superior. As thanks for um, doing the show, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to leave you with a, a compliment, nay, observation. This is a very unique reference for people. Yeah. But, but I, I've told people that know all about skateboarding and comedy. I've said, oh, he's like the Neil Blender of stand-up comedy. He does wow. comedy does comedy the way you'd expect, like how Neil Blender skates. Yeah, yeah. Each, that's, I, 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 it has to be a compliment. Um, that's, that's a very funny. And I know what you mean. 
because because knowing Neil Blender, his work, I can sort of get that reference. That um, but then again, you no, that's I don't, I'll leave it at that. That's, that's but, but but also, yeah, like Neil Blender's like a skater's skater. Like like, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. It, it it's sort of like people. Like, you know, I, I hear, like, Lance Mountain talk about him and stuff, and it's just... Yeah, or even Gons or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's these videos. Thank you. T- Tony Roberts, who's uh, an old surf skate videoer, he made those, like, Risk It and Speed Freaks, the old Santa yeah, Cruz yeah, wheel yeah, videos. Yeah. So he's been posting up um, this, uh, like, long, like, his rough footage of, of Wait, filming... Wait, I've seen it, of Blender on the ramp and... And, and skating Sadlands. Sadlands. I saw it. And he does, like, I was so little, I didn't, under, you know, sometimes you just don't understand what someone's doing, like, that, because that, it's not, like, visually stunning. He does, like, a switchboard slide around yeah, that around, little, yeah. oh, my stars. Like, like, goes up fakie and then. Yeah, he does. I don't know how he gets to go backwards on the bank, but he's back, going backwards. And on the little crater, he does. He just perfectly does a switchboard slide. That would be like as sick today, like as totally. it was then. And also it, just looking good as well. Like just those sh- this shorts and the t-shirt. It's like it's just very down to earth, cool vibe. Yeah. Well, he skated that Paran demo, that real legendary Hawk Hazoi one, in those Vans chuckers, and we'd never seen them before. Yeah. And that's like my favourite sneaker of all time. I can't and believe you get to see I, I forget that he was there. That's incredible. And, and, yeah, we used to call them library Vans because they look like Vans that you'd, you know, wear to the library, little slippers. <laughs> but um, that, in our high school, it's like, oh, I've got some library Vans. Sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Quirk. I, I know you've got to um, you've got to venture out into the world of uh, Melbourne. Very jealous, but um, I should point out little sizzle for the shop. Uh, we're having our our mid year clearance sale. We've got we've got tons of forty nine dollar fleeces and and twenty four ninety five t shirts and half price Nikes, half price New Balances Vans. So um, just it. check out theshorestore.com. If um, you can't make it into Dave's, keep an eye out for Dave. He's always walking down the I'm, lane. I'm around. Uh, I'm around, guys. Come and say hi. And um, check that that bloody just... check check that that open signs out there now. I, I reckon you're covering. I'm on to this. Oh, it's so hard <laughs> to see. That's the lane. Oh, there's the lane. Are you almost there? <laughs> I guess we'll never know. <laughs> Hey, Steel, I wanted to show you this. My friend gave me this board. You might appreciate it. I never I never hang skateboard art, but that is... Is that the, like the Vialey Hensley collab yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's signed. It's got a little signature up there. That's nice. Nice. Um, how did you know that? Because I'm a nerd. Yeah. You are. I, I know the captions in the blast book. That's true. There's no um, where can the good people of the internet track you down, David? Oh look! If you if you if you want to see the Neil Blender of stand-up comedy, come and see this show I'm doing at I, Comedy Republic. I want that on next year's festival poster, by the way. <laughs> Super niche reference. Um, come come to Comedy Republic where I'm doing what they call the Replay Festival, where I'm redoing the stand-up show that I did this year at the Comedy Festival in Melbourne and Sydney. 
And um, it's a good show. I hope you could see it one day, Steel. So do I. I did read a lot of positive uh, reviews. Yeah, it was a good show. It's good. I had time to think about it because of COVID and make it better. And um, But apart from that, um, stay tough. Stay gold, everyone. Stay yeah. gold. Excellent. Right. If uh, this is your first time watching or listening, check out, subscribe, hit like, all that good stuff, and uh, check out the other episodes. We've got um, we've got an interview up with Danny Way, David Quirk. I've heard of him. Yeah, Geraldine That's- Hickey, Dilrook Jai Singer, the guys from Itch Pig. So, um, oh, how cool! Check out the episodes. Oh, Meso, Meso was on last week. Nick Mason. Yeah. Wow. Melbourne's best tram driver after Mike Denovan. I asked him if he knew Mike, Mike Denovan. They have not crossed paths as yet. You should get Denovan on here. He's good. Yeah, he is a good dude. Yeah. He's a good dude. Um, awesome, man. Thanks so much. And uh, we'll see everyone on the next episode. See you all. Thanks, Quirk. That was so much fun. Anything.